Hello, everybody. I would like to welcome you all to Wrestling's High Marks. An experiment where a stoner and a stoner and a stoner come together to talk about wrestling and smoke weed. We're your hosts, Mojo and Cheese Man and G Wiz. Now, before we get started, babies, you know the drill. Smoke a large quantity of weed. Enjoy the show, bitch. When I'm 64. Wrestling Time Marks, episode 64. Here we are, motherfuckers. Uh, episode 64, indeed. We are going to have a little fun again this week with the Power Bomb Wrestling, the PB Dub, PB Dub, PB Dub. Power Bottom, where's June? June? <laughs> June! Hello. I'm your host, Chester Cheese, man. Join along with Mojo. Wow, that was fast. And I am G Wiz Willoughby. You gotta give me time to think, man. Uh, Fuck, what's the name? Well, we don't even think of the crazy names until the end of the show. Right? This is... Line. Power Bomb Wrestling, episode 06-30-19. That's how they do them, just by date. So, June 30th, 2019. Yeah, I kind of like fast forward a bit to make sure it wasn't like a highlight episode or something like it was last week and it may be like I didn't recognize any of the matches but I did see a Madman Fulton fucking interview so I'm like oh what the hell it's like everyone's on vacation right now they're like well we gotta put something out or the people all 12 will quit watching alright so speaking of everyone's on vacation it is empty in this room right now cool Thank you, Vic, Luke, and Bobby for tuning in. Does that mean that you're... Oh, I thought you meant at your house. I was like, does no. that mean you're naked? Because I'm cool no. with that. Talking about in the chat room. Oh, yeah, it's July over there for Luke. Lucky fucker. We still got a few hours left of the shit month that we call June. All right. <clears throat> oh, is it already his Monday? <laughs> Happy day, man. Congratulations, Luke. Happy July. Yes. Happy July. All right. Well, that's almost certainly time enough to have queued up your PBW people. Yeah, I mean, well, those of you listening on the download, because there ain't nobody in here that's doing it. (laughs) Right. Aw, man. No no Sam? Nope, no Sam. She must be busy. Although we were graced by her presence the other night. She was on... uh, Nasty Family Feud last night, along with Shit. Luke Birch as well. So, yeah, y'all missed out. Actually, they uh, they did Nasty Family Feud for a bit, and then they switched over to Cards Against Humanity. If I would have known, <laughs> if somebody would have told me. Anyway, this is not interesting to the listeners. So, PBW. <clears throat> yeah, PBW. <laughs> All on. right, we'll start that shit <laughs> in four eighteen, four nineteen, four twenty. I'm sure Vic's about tired of hearing me say that by now. Maybe. Well, we were doing some uh, Letter Kenny watch alongs. Okay. Over Friday and Saturday, so I only said that about 20 goddamn oh, times. Oh, because whenever y'all had to start the next episode at the same time, you would do that to count them in? Well, plus, like, we were both watching on Hulu. We kept both getting different commercial breaks. Like she'd get a 45-second commercial break, and I'd get like a 90-second commercial break. So she had to pause, wait for my commercials to finish so I could pause, and then count us in again. So we're talking like three times per episode. <clears throat> we're hearing that oh, amazing it, theme song it was right now. Oh, fucking embarrassing! 
depressing. And here's my boy wearing the same clothes. Man. Yeah, no shit. Is this the same episode? And he looks like a little drunker than he previously was. That's about it. Yeah. Where's June when you need him? He'd love this shit. <laughs> I'm a little uh, liquored up. There was a... Uh... I feel Some terrific. Jack Daniels barbecue sauce in my ribs, but I didn't <laughs> have them cooked. I just ate them raw. <laughs> they claim, so I didn't cook the alcohol down. They claim there's not enough alcohol to get you drunk, but if you eat 654 ribs, you yeah. feel terrific. If you eat the lamb, <laughs> as well as the rack, you get drunk. If you eat the heart, you absorb its soul. <laughs> <laughs> if you kill a man and eat his liver, you <coughs> inherit all of his powers. Yeah, I'm drunk on the heart of the Lamb of God. <laughs> <laughs> like, holy shit, he's an overweight Satanist, alright. I just chugged some stem cells. They, have, they do a round table for this shit? I was just like up next round table 06-26-19 for air 06-29-19. I don't know how much room is on that round table. They can only get like two, three more dudes or like one more norm. Well, yeah, it's just it's norm. Well, it, it looked like another norm dude from looks... a guy that looked like um, Blue Meanie. No. And then just some random looking dude. Yep. It's basically like the dude uh, sitting next to him that I can't remember his name, the bald dude, but like fat and with a beard. It's Terry, right? Sure. I think it's that Terry. That sounds about something. right. It's Norman His Terry. His name is Terry, baby. Yeah. He literally looks like a dude at every church. The, that he guy has a clone at every church. Sullivan. I swear he was in an episode of Scrubs. Terry the Turtle? No, this guy here. Oh, yeah, Terry the Turtle, sure. He found out he didn't have to have surgery, so he did a little dance. But Turk was the one that told him, and Dr. Cox was pissed because Turk took his thunder. I remember that. I only I described this because I think I bet Wiz will remember it. I do. <laughs> and then he... He reminds me of the dude that was dancing in the bed. He did something to avenge... It was like he, uh... He set him up with Carla, like some kind of... He set him up for failure with something with Carla, I think. Alright, I thought he was something wrong or something like that. I don't know. Like, ru like ruin the score of a game, or maybe that's a different episode. Oh no, th that no, was when him one. and the janitor were going at it. And welcome yeah, to Scrubs then, Talk uh, with G Wiz and Cheese Man. Yeah, Doctor Kelso is the one that blew the score of the game on him too. Yep. <laughs> the janitor was watching that movie. Uh, I see dead Six people. Cents. Yep. And then he goes. Bruce Willis has been dead the whole time and he's like no 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> no I like how they played the uh, they played the clip with um the janitor in fuck the name of that what was the name of the fugitive <laughs> oh sure maybe they actually played the clip with him in it and it's like ha that's funny they're Kimble? playing clips of him yeah <laughs> Kimball? <laughs> it's Alan Cohn, JJ. So, yeah, anyway, there is wrestling going <laughs> on while we're talking about scrubs. 
Right. Maybe she, Alan Cohn raising so said, That's why I said this, this shouldn't be wrestling's high marks anymore. It should just be the high marks. Like, yeah, we're watching wrestling, but we're talking scrubs. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> My chicken! Hey, I wasn't saying anything about scrubs. I don't have anything against them. Aww. Aww. My chicken! <laughs> 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 Dead. <laughs> um, Touch your sad face. It, it's all I got. <laughs> it looks like your ink pen is leaking. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. What a great podcast this is. Anyway, a guy kicked a guy or tried to, but then the guy caught his leg and then he kicked him, so that's how that goes. You should have fucked around, guy. He just hit him with a fucking dime store uh oh, God damn it. Drew McIntyre's finisher. Claymore? Claymore, that was it. That's what it looked like. Like, he looks like a weak, ineffective claymore kick. Watch. It's like just like a regular landmine. <laughs> it's not yeah, like shit. one of those awesome ones that has like a remote control and shit. <laughs> he called that. Drew's got the claymore kick. This guy's got. Let's say this guy's got the the popper kick. You know those things you just throw on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, he does the snappers plaster kick. Mm. Whipper snappers. Yeah, that's what they're called. <laughs> And there's a spine discomforter. Oh, yeah. Wait. Yeah. Discomforter. <laughs> it's a spine agitator. <laughs> Didn't really bust it, so we can't call it a spine buster. That was weak. All right. Where the hell's my spine? Speaking of busted, look at that dude's waistline on them fucking... On his bottoms, man. <laughs> his stomach's just exploding out of it. Stop it! You're not this skinny. Don't wear me. <laughs> My muffin top is all that whole grain low fat. Low fat. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to wrestle. Oh, you should have said wrestle, you fucker, and then it oh, would have been hilarious. Yes, even though we're the only ones that are going to get that reference because That's not a whole lot of people watch Thirty Rock. Probably, probably true. Wiz don't watch a lot of things, but the things he does watch, we both know well. <laughs> Except for, like, the West Wing. Well, yeah, because... But you 30 Rock, Scrubs, Family but, Guy, we got that shit on. Dude, I feel like you <laughs> probably would not enjoy the West Wing, and that makes me sad. <laughs> uh, I might. Who knows? I can get into serious shows sometimes. I can appreciate intelligent writing. It's, like, not always serious, though. There are comedy times, but it's, like, smart comedy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know. It's yeah, not no, for everybody, it. and it's not just because it's for smart people. I don't mean it like that. It's just I understand why it wouldn't appeal to everybody. I get it. But I sure think it's fabulous. I was like, this show is like everything you want in a show. <coughs> the acting, the production games, but... the ridiculously amazing writing. Uh, yeah. Everything about it, I just, fuck, I love that shit, man. Anyway. Enough. That was one of the things I really appreciate about Boondocks. Like, I know it was a comedy show, but Aaron McGruder, the writer, is a fucking genius. The way he wrote the show and the way he did the story is fucking awesome. Never watched an episode. I'm sure. It doesn't seem like it would appeal to you, but it is great. I believe you. Uh, I do have some limited yeah, but, uh, wrestling notes if you guys want to do the wrestling talk during this 
Wow. What Uninteresting the f- shit. Oh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, man, it's all about you. Neither one of them touch each other, and it's been boring so far. And I don't want to talk about packages, so I guess we'll... uh. <laughs> Well, that's uh-huh. no packages. Hey, you, you guys watch NXT? I'm just wondering if you caught this. Did you watch the Adam Cole video? Uh, not intently, so. not closely. Okay, well, he's on an airplane. Okay. And and then at the end of the promo, he says, "Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a plane to catch." <laughs> he's on the damn plane. I think he's gonna make it, guys. Yeah, I think he's going to get there every time. he's going to make it. <laughs> like the, the plane was landing. It took him so long to shoot the promo. <clears throat> well, no, he's he was like plane. standing in the doorway. Oh, uh, okay. And then he said, if you'll excuse uh, me, i okay. got a plane to catch. I'm like, dude, I you're you in like the motherfucker. I thought you he was in the cabin for like a pri- private plane or something. Well, that would have been entirely <laughs> even more hilarious. <laughs> it's like, I got to go. The fasten seatbelt sign just came on because we're getting ready to land. And I hate to go Ross Twiddell on Adam Cole, but this is a direct quote from Adam Cole. (laughs) (laughs) I've been flying all over the world defending this all over the world. Oh, shit. Whatever his name is picks up the win. It's uh, Jungle Man. It's Alan Cohn. It's Joe Dallas. (laughs) Joe Dallas. (laughs) I thought his name was Alan Cone, JJ. <laughs> Alan Cone, JJ. Wait, what? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, who the hell is Cone? What's Cone? Okay. Uh. <laughs> Alan Wrench. I'm going back. Oh, I'm going in the back to do some heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my drug dealer? Motherfucker was supposed to be here at five. It's six. 30! I want my brown! <laughs> that's. I didn't remember to turn the captions on, but that's probably cooler than what he said just by looking at him. Okay. Uh, NXT, if you want to actually talk about it, was oh my God, dude. kind of fun. Dude, July fireworks. Live in Toledo. There's going to be fireworks in July. Holy shit, and look at all these never-before-seen clips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, sorry. No, it's okay, man. I would rather be funny than (laughs) recap matches. But the opener match on NXT was awesome, and I at least want to give that a little credit. It was so good that I rewatched it right after it was over. Like, fuck that. I'm doing that again, baby. Uh The only thing weird about it is, like, the guys have new names. And and it's like you've totally heard of both of the guys. Right. (laughs) It's DJZ, who was on MLW and Impact, and fucking Hector Garza Jr., but uh, <laughs> now they're Joaquin Wild and Angel Garza. Yeah. Which is extra oh, funny yeah, yeah. to me because they each have to do an intro video and say their new names. Hi, I'm like Joaquin Wild. He had to read it off his hand and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, well, what the fuck's my name again? Uh, it's right on the inside of his mask. <laughs> right. So he's <laughs> mask off in the ring. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, Joaquin Wild. That's it. It's written on the inside of his mask. It's because you don't want no one to steal it. Anyway, it was an awesome match, though, and I seen a bunch of moves i never seen before. I do think they took, like, an hour too long on that Spanish fly off the top. 
<laughs> if I had to say one hour. bad thing, it was that they were up there for so long and it just looked so stupid that I was like, okay, you should just jump down and do something different at this point, you guys. <laughs> and I don't like that move anyway because it's not that impressive to me anymore. Uh, but I rewatched it. Like I said, these guys are both great. They're NXT guys for sure. That's that next wave of like ass kicking wrestlers coming in. They fit right in, dude. Impressed with both the only of these thing guys. I was surprised about this match was it almost seemed like a competitive squash. Like DJZ wasn't getting in like hardly anything in. It was a little more than that, but like everyone did everything so good. And so smoothly and fluidly, I was just like, these guys can fucking like, harass I, I, I didn't say squash, squash. Right. It was a very competitive squash, if anything. But yeah, Hector Garza did pick up the win, which I actually did not think was going to happen. <laughs> or I mean Angel Garza. Angel. <laughs> Fuck, what did I miss? Is it on the... <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, on the PBW, Vic. isn't it? No, oh, it's in no. the chat. I glanced at the chat real quick. Vic Jesus, I just searched Power Bottom Wrestling for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That's Power uh, Bomb. Not Power uh, Bottom, but I I like where you're going with this. Red Wing Shoes, 2122, Fort <laughs> Reynolds Road in Toledo. Weekdays, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Sunday, 12 to 4 p.m. 419-531-1948. Red Wing Shoes. Okay, Vic, look up Norm Wamer. N-O-R... Oh, I'm sorry. Do go ahead and tell her then. I, I didn't mean to steal your shine. No, that's fine. I was typing it to put it up in the oh, okay. uh, chat, but it don't matter now anyway. Got it. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to mention that it's on the Norm Wamer channel. All right. Not to be confused with the Vince McMahon channel. Right. We got commercials going right now. So, all right, Street Profits versus Blake and Cutler. That's what I'm calling them. I ain't calling them their stupid name. I mean, they always just call them something else. Like, I don't know. Whoa, whoa, show enough. It was a non-title match that what I think maybe became a title match. I don't know if they all the way cleared that up, but it didn't matter anyway. Uh... My only notice: hot tag to Dawkins, who just fucking slaughters every damn buddy. <laughs> Jesus, it's like yeah, take it easy, buddy. On, this is on. a wrestling match, and these are your friends in the fucking locker room. What are you doing? Yeah, fucking well, brutal. On. He was fucking brutalizing motherfuckers when he got hot tagged. <laughs> uh, Jackson Riker interferes. DQ. They attack. Street Profits. Lorkin bursts to the rescue. What's going on with this shit? We'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. When are Lorkin and Burch is going to go away? Like I think they, they should better... be in NXT UK. Why aren't they? They're That's what I'm saying. Perfect for over there. They've been you know featured I mean? in NXT for way too fucking long now. Right. Was it going on like two years with these dudes? Plus they never get nothing like, in there. Constantly... They're actually pretty damn good. Yeah, but I mean that's kind of why I'm like enough with yeah. these guys. They never make it. Right. I get and it. I You're not going like to move them up. But that the War Raiders are gone that it opens up that whole field that anyone could really take stand a chance against the street profits. At least that's what you have. Well, yeah, I mean, especially like an undisputed era or a fucking, I hate to say it, but they're going to put the fucking title on the faggot sons before they put it on uh, Lorcan and Birch probably. No, for sure. Lorcan and Birch are the... Cassius Ono of tag teams. 
Yeah, except I like them more than Cassius Ohno. That's for damn sure. No, what I mean, but their jobs there are apparently very similar. Yeah. Get your Always ass whipped, and then we quick we and, and then we quickly build you back up with a couple of stupid squashes, and then you get your ass kicked again. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that would be perfect for them to go to the UK thing then, because of Cassius Ohno seemed to do really good for his stint over there. I didn't even know he was over there, unfortunately. I don't watch the UK shit, sorry. I don't have time no. for everything as it is. I can't add another show. I tried, right. like, I think I watched the first half a dozen episodes, like, what are they going to be doing? And when they started releasing, like, m multiple episodes, I was like, look, I can't watch another two hours of shit. I can't do it. And I that's kind of when I lost interest. I heard that on the internet. And it's and weird I'm not watching it because Pete Dunn is my dog. I love Pete Dunn. I, how am I not watching this shit? But I'm not, so there it is. I said it. I admitted it live on the air. Yeah, I, uh, I got all the free time in the world lately. I just, I don't know, man. I, I can't bring myself to watch much wrestling lately. Uh, I'm going through like some kind of phase right now where it's just like, nah. Dude... <laughs> Um, sure, I could watch it. I go but... through those in like years and decades long sometimes. No, I mean, mine don't go that long. Right. I still watch because, I mean, we're doing the show. I got to have somewhat of an idea. But, I mean, really, I can look to Twitter and see everything that's fucking. What really matters. Newsworthy, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right. And even this then, week, I watched. Not watching Raw. Yeah, legit. This week, I watched NXT and I watched MLW. That's it. I think that's basically me, too. I watch M NXT, MLW... You at least fit an AEW and a UFC, too. Oh, the UFC shit was badass. <sighs> dude, Dude, there was a bunch of brutal knockouts last night. UFC has gotten great. The fucking competition level so high because all their fighters are, like, badasses. So it's like, all right, well, one of these badasses is going down somehow. Let's see what happens. And it's just fucking brilliant fucking fights lately, dude. I can't say enough good shit about UFC. And they do like the intros, just like wrestling and shit. I mean, not just like it, but I mean, it's like watching wrestling yeah. other than these guys are going to go in there and actually try to fuck each other up. It's really good stuff, man. They're all so good. Right. Even the women are getting really good now. It's crazy, the competition level. Yeah, we'll have to do an experiment next time let me know when you're watching, and I'll watch live and watch it. It'll be a fucking snooze fest. <laughs> Dude, that one time you tuned in was the worst one I had seen in, like, four months. It was <laughs> every match like went every the distance. Nobody knocked anybody out. No submissions. It was a bunch of fucking, okay, after three rounds, we go to the judges' scorecards. And I'm like, God damn it. I told you, yep. man, to watch this, and there hasn't been one good fucking ass-whipping, you know? Sad. That's the way it goes when I fucking watch this shit, I swear. It's kind of cool, a hugging match. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'm like, damn it, this isn't representative of what I've been watching, I promise. <laughs> I've seen dude, such I'm, good stuff. Like, dude, you gotta watch these two hug each other and just hug it <laughs> out. It's like, look at how sweaty and muscular they are. Isn't this great? <laughs> okay, uh, up next on NXT, we got Keith Lee versus a dead guy. Cool. And then the Adam Cole video, which we covered. I've been flying all over the world defending this all over the world. Pretty sure he hasn't, but okay. Well, he didn't have to say all over the world 
and all over the world with two words between them. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, he does say baby every time. Up next I mean, week. He could just say bay, but now it's going to be baby. Or not. <laughs> up next. Next week, I mean. Next okay. week, we get Shane Swerve Strickland versus Trevor Lee, except now. They're called Isaiah Swerve Scott and Cameron Grimes. <laughs> but you, but you remember Isaiah Swerve Scott. Wow, that just rolls off the off the tongue so well. You remember those guys from Impact, where they've probably had several matches against each other already. Uh, right. Trevor Lee, you might remember from earlier watch alongs or disc or I'm not watch alongs episodes on earlier high marks that he's the guy who needs a win. Yeah. Every time he comes out to say, okay, he needs a win, and then he would lose again. It was, uh, yeah. it was almost a gimmick he had going. He needs a win. And, and and then he would lose in some heartbreaking fashion. And they'd be like, oh, man. But like it happened a bunch of times. Anyway, I just wanted to point out that these are two guys who just have new names, but we've probably already seen these matches before. Uh, right. All right, well, let's main event this motherfucker. Io Shirai versus Shayna Baszler in a steel cage for the NXT Championship, which is unusual to see on a TV show. Yeah. It's kind of too big of a match for that. uh, And they had like a half hour left of the show and everything. They really fucking went all the way with this thing. This was a better cage match than fucking Dolph and Kofi at Stomping Grounds. I (laughs) loved this match. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was good. Pretty damn good cage match. Dude, the German off the turnbuckle. Io Shirai's dangerous, and she, she literally almost fucked Shayna up really bad with that shit. But looks like it just only pretty badly hurt her shoulder, not like debilitating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. She's only going to miss like four months right. instead of fucking four years. Exactly. She doesn't have to retire, so that's cool. <laughs> Uh, and she'll still be back before Lars Sullivan. Yeah, I don't have a ton of notes about the match because it was great, but I have like what happened at the end all completely spelled out just because I didn't want to forget nothing. But the H girls come out and they stop <clears throat> Refany McMahon from opening the door. And then, at which point, Eo smokes referee McMahon in the face with the door. Yes, thank you. Holy shit. <laughs> she kicked the shit out of that door, and Refany McMahon went down, folks. She ate all of that door. <laughs> that didn't touch the horse chicks. <laughs> so, <laughs> it didn't either. <laughs> no. Uh, so, Eo was climbing out of the cage or over the top of the cage when... Marina Shafir interferes by climbing up and shit, and then out comes Candace Wrestling, who climbs up and knocks Marina down and then climbs to the top of the cage and splashes and looks like she hurt her ribs. I'm like, these girls are all going to be dead by the time this thing's over. Right. Uh, she splashed uh, Bain- bleh, Baszler. And, uh, let's see, uh... Where am I at? I was fucking watching the wrestling. Sorry, let me find oh, where, no. I, where the fuck I was in my notes. Oh, And then yeah. EO climbs up to the cap. To the, <laughs> there's a really nice looking but stiff moonsault. 
uh, and just yep. nails the fuck out of Shayna. It looks like a man, I, I dude. That, I can break both of your is, fucking I legs think that doing she keeps that. On overshooting it. That's what it was, but I mean, it still looked pretty awesome, though. I mean, I have to give her credit where credit's due. It was a nice one. It was just like the landing was a little tough. Right. So the cool ending, or I liked how this worked, is to be fair. <laughs> I don't know that reference. Shayna and EO are in the doorway, and Shayna's choking EO with the rear naked choke. I forget what she calls it. The Kiba something or something. Karabuda clutch. Thank you. Uh, EO slams the door on Shayna's head, and then it, 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 like, you know, knocks her out. But she falls out of the ring and onto the floor, which makes her the winner. I liked it. Yeah, so did I. I liked it. It was a little similar to Kofi and, you know leapfrogging over Dolph out the door kind of reminded me of that. But, but he did that on purpose. It actually reminded me more of the Shane Sweaty McBullocks. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating right out of his shirt. Colonel McSweaty oh, Bullocks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Colonel McSweaty Bulls. So EO grabs Candice and attacks her after the match. I think we called that like fucking weeks ago. Oh uh, yeah, um, we were kind of expecting a few weeks ago. We were calling, we're like, that's pretty fucking heel-like of EO. Right. Is EO going to be a heel? What's and going on here? that's yeah, why she's hanging dead. out with Candace, because if she turns on Candace, it's like, oh, the babiest of baby faces has been attacked, you know, and that's exactly what happened. EO grabs a chair and beat the shit out of Candace with it and then suplexed her into it, which all looked good. I don't have any complaints about that. It was a good yeah, heel think- turn beat down. If you're going to do it, that's how you do it. I'm not mad at her. I think Johnny should have came down and made the save and like punched EO right in the mouth. I will give EO credit. This was her very best match in NXT so far. I think she did perfectly good in the cage, and I was happy with this match, man. It was awesome. It was a, it was a good watch. I like the whole match. Yeah. I like how they ended it. Everything they just did a great job. Yeah, you ain't no, gonna hear me say many things like yeah. that regarding Io Shirai, but that was a great match. Maybe she is all right. I'm wondering if it's like language barrier, or maybe she has to get used to wrestling a different way or something. Because she's been stinky, but that was a really good match. Well, the majority, the main thing with her is she needs to like chill it out with the fucking aerial maneuvers, because that's where she fucks up the most. Sure. Well, but her, her is spectacular. Her nickname is like, the Genius of the Sky. They fucked up. It's too late now. Yeah. She has to do shit now, or she looks like a goofball. Right. At least she's not a sky pirate anymore. Ugh. What a terrible fucking name. I didn't like it. You know, sir? Uh-huh. It's like, that yeah. name... Doesn't... I don't like it. It's like, that name doesn't really offend anyone, but it just has, like, it sounds racist somehow. <laughs> it feels wrong. Sky pirate. That's not really anything, but it seems like... <laughs> racial to me somehow <laughs> it's like that's got to mean something negative to some group we just got to figure out which group it is okay anyway hey oh, but I could talk about Oriental Trading Company <laughs> and, and how I love their little magazines and, and all that would come out is Mojo said Oriental that's the dumbest shit ever <laughs> Jim Ross oh. called 
a dude, an oriental wrestler, and people were freaking out about it, but the dude is like the, uh, he works at Oriental Wrestling <clears throat> Entertainment, OWE. Yes. Oriental Wrestling Entertainment. He's one of the Oriental wrestlers. It's fine. Doesn't you people matter. are stupid. Anyway. You people are me. fucking idiots. I know. God. I agree. God. I can't stand it. Why? You think Turn about Twitter off. What that is we don't <laughs> need it. Federation that they wrestle for. We want to see the Attitude Era. <gasps> Jim fucking Ross at Oriental. Oh, and, a chair, and, an and unprotected Cody chair shot. If you oh, use the word unprotected chair shot, you're breaking oh kayfabe. Shut up. But then, oh, like, the so Young Bucks, and then the Young Bucks kind of made it worse, though. I they, saw. they came out and they were like, it's supposed to be a gimmick chair. It went wrong. Like, shut up, assholes. Yeah. Kayfabe, shut motherfuckers. Up. You don't gimmick I chairs. It. It's real. Right. And I said, who cares if it really was a fuck up? God. You don't come out and tell the fucking crowd that, dude. Let it build up its own shit. They don't let it play out. Hey, God well, damn it. <laughs> speaking of, uh, uh, here's my genuine AEW opinion. Not about the pay per view, but uh, of the company. I r really believe that they kind of just are worried about their fans. I don't think they're trying to steal all the WWE fans. I don't think they even care. I think there's. A I think whole... they're happy if a few, whatever. But they're just worried about their own shit because you can tell well, they don't care. Well, I didn't watch, but that was the theory with a lot of people online with the whole librarian segment. I guess. Oh my I god, it was awful. Dude. But was, I, I wanted yeah, to kill myself. said it was terrible, but they also said it was kind of like geared towards the WWE fans. No. Who to try to draw them in? Well. It was chicks, I guess that's something. But no, well, it's eight. No, no, that no, no. It's no. Just I feel like they're perfectly comfortable and not ashamed of having like a indie feel to it, if you know what I mean. I don't well, mean that in a derogatory manner. I mean that's what they're doing for years now and have incredible ratings are. Yes. views on exactly i just mean like they're not trying to compete it feels at. like they're They've not trying to be competition i think they just want to do their shit and i guess i get like i can respect that now. i expected it to be a little what the hell is going i don't know the right word to use i'm gonna say a little more professional but not like they're unprofessional but like just more polished or something whatever and I guess they're just not going to go for that, but it's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's the vibe they're going for. I get it now. I think that's just what they're going to do. I think they're okay having a bit of like a indie flavor to it, and I'm I'm just going to be okay with that. I think that like with that pay-per-view last night, I was sort of feeling a 90s vibe and that they're really – getting into that whole correlation of WCW on TNT thing. Yeah, you said you really enjoyed the pay-per-view, right? Once it got to, um... I liked the very first match on the pre-show, which was Best Friends... Versus um, Private versus, Party versus SCU. Yeah. I never had seen that team private party and they stole the show do that one guy let me find my notes that guy from private party is unfucking believable 
Quinn. Mark fucking Quinn. I want to see a lot more of that guy. What the fuck, dude? He's a fucking spectacular wrestler. I don't know where they came from, but he's practiced. You can tell this guy is yeah, ring aware. Yeah, I do remember you sending a message about that. He is ring aware. He's fucking a great performer, man. That dude's awesome. Seriously. Great wrestler, man. Oh yeah. But I, he just I like jumps right that, out. Uh, and, like, look at this guy, and it's not because of his hair, but he does have weird hair. But man, he is a beast. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead, buddy. I was saying that I th- thought that the pay per view didn't really pick up into the MJF. MJF rules. Um, Jungle Boy, Adam Page, Jimmy Havoc match. Dude, Jungle Boy is so awesome. He's. It, I wish he wasn't so small, cause man. He's great. He's fucking great, dude. <laughs> comedy things with him and Luchasaurus, like him getting nailed in the face on the apron, and Luchasaurus is holding his legs. Yeah, it was it was acceptable. I didn't like it. It didn't make me mad, but I like him as a wrestler. He's got moves. Do that thing he did off the fuck. Uh, you know what? I don't even know how to describe it. He, well, it's like it's a move that you would do, like off the top oh, rope. Sure. Except right he'd like did it in midair, kind of like without having without you know. God, I can't explain it properly because it's so amazing. Yeah, it's like he was hovering in midair and then started spinning somehow and then like landed on everybody. It was fucking crazy, dude. Hmm. I was like, um, what just happened here? Oh, How did, did he do that? MJF's little promo before the match. Oh, it's exactly what I wanted to fucking yell at the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all of your mothers. Mm. He's hilarious, man. <laughs> all right, well, if we're doing AEW... Let's start. Oh, damn it. oh yeah, you had already did the opener, yeah. Um, Marty Ben, fairly. We missed. Uh, I seen it earlier in the chat. Apparently, Madam Cole, baby, made an appearance. You're shitting me. No, I wish I'd have noticed when she was still on here because she was at the AEW show last night. And, and then she probably heard us like n- not being happy about it and was like fuck that shit I'm out of here <laughs> no she was gone before we even got to the AEW talk oh okay and I can't say I wasn't happy with it I didn't watch it oh well, I didn't see much uh, anybody liking anything about it no I mean <clears throat> it okay yeah, well, let's just fucking do it then. We were already discussing the opener match. I do want to point out that Logan Sama was one of the announcers on the pre-show, and he's like this UK grime DJ that I like, and I have no fucking idea why he was there, but I was like, holy shit! It's Logan Sama, the War Report guy. Are you kidding me? Whoa! That was actually like a three-day event, but the wrestling was just on one day. Okay. And it was uh, Oh, video it's game video type. game shit, and I bet he's into video games. Yeah, okay. But yeah, he's also like a fucking awesome DJ who plays the bomb grime, man, and I'm very familiar with his work, so I couldn't believe it, it was him. Like, what the fuck? So, okay, after... Oh, uh... The opener match was won by Best Friends. 
Uh, after that, we get a lot of bullshit involving models being replaced by mannequins and then the librarian's shtick. And uh, then we get Allie. Allie versus Leva Bates, and this was really tough to watch, you guys. I'm sorry. I actually agree. Yeah, like, I love that even, first match. Even the finish. But Let's just call it a not-so-super kick. And I evidently missed a match last night. <laughs> the super kick party got canceled, huh? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if it was part of the pre-show, but I did not see the Michael Nakasawa, okay. Alex Jabaley. Good, let me recap it for you. Oh, the Jabaley <laughs> match. I think that's what was, there was, that's one me. <laughs> let me recap was, it for you. People were pissed that one of those dudes were in the match. <laughs> Well, because the Jubaley guy is the organizer of the event. Okay. He's like just a random white guy, basically. <laughs> but okay, it, it, it's him against Michael Nakazawa, as you heard. So, M Michael Nakazawa is the baby oil guy. And he pulls out the baby oil, he does the baby oil thing again. The fact of the matter is, if you watch the match, the organizer guy is a much better wrestler than Michael Nakazawa. He does a bunch of moves, and they all look really good. And then there's Michael Nakazawa with a baby oil gag, uh, and he picks up the win over the organizer guy. I hated this kickoff show, basically. but uh, You and everybody else. Really? Okay, so Why would you put all really this crap on TV to like get people hyped up to watch your show? This is the wrong stuff. It was silly. I'm like, come on. I guess, yes, the opener match was okay, but there was too many dudes doing too many crazy things for the whole time. It's like, come on. Calm yeah, down. Yeah. Have a sip of Gatorade. Yeah, what is that, like fucking nine Shut dudes up, in there? Because there were teams of three, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh, it was two? It was... Oh, back to the very first match? Yeah. Yeah. It was three tag teams. Yeah. Well, two or three man tag teams, though. Two on each two. one. Oh, okay. Because right. I know SCU's made up of three dudes, so that's, I was assuming it was well, three teams of three. Daniels had his match, which was actually after the Nakasawa. Uh, that's where my notes are now. And let's just go ahead and get there, because it was awesome! Christopher Daniels is still a badass, and that uh, the the Chima the guy. Only, I don't care if he's a hundred years old either. He's a great wrestler too. The only problem I I had was knowing that Sima was supposed to face like Kenny Omega in one of the next pay per views or something. And so you know he's gonna win. Yeah. Well, he did so win. I, I, I was like, this is awesome and everything. But just knowing that that it was going to be seem up. Well, those two old bastards really put on a match, if you ask me, man. They fucking kicked it. It was like storytelling and a bunch of good moves and everything was perfectly timed. I don't think I remember any fuck-ups. I just mm -mm. was like, well, goddamn, all right, let's do... Let's, that was a clinic. Let's do us some wrestling, but then what happened, Mojo? <laughs> what happened after that? Oh no! <laughs> so, hold on, just for a second, just to okay. put the, I just look this up to put it into perspective. Sure. Fucking Undertaker 
can't do shit, right? Yep. Old as fuck, can't wrestle, can't hardly move. Uh-huh. He's 53. Okay. Christopher Daniels, 49. Only five years younger than The Undertaker. And still can put on a great match. He's as good as any other wrestler that I can really name right now. He can and hang I with anybody. I think about the same age as Daniels. Yeah, he's an old guy, too. Like, he's been around since mid-90s in WCW. His name was, uh... Was... Like... Shima Nakuyaka or something like that. Ah. And he's an older guy, too. But they both just fucking spectacular. It it was literally like a perfect wrestling match. It's like, all right, that's everything I wanted, thanks. But after that, we get... Nyla Rose versus Riho versus Yuka. I'm not even saying it. Takazaki. Uh, thank you. Yikes. <laughs> I think I'd rather check out the WWE girls than this shit, man. Uh, I wanted to see Nyla smash them. <laughs> Both. And just make yeah, it quick and be like, raw. Nothing. She sucks. No. One cool spot where she caught both the chicks, and I was like, God damn, that bitch is strong. But, I mean, it was just a display of strength. Nothing cool, you know? <laughs> How dare this crowd chant, this is awesome. I was so bummed out by this. Those other chicks got so much offense in. The ref was hot as hell. Did you guys notice that? Or, well, Mojo, did you notice that? That chick's hot, man. What the fuck? Like, librarian hot? Anyway. Uh, LOL, Nyla didn't even fucking win, and they made her look even worse before she walked away. It's like, okay, this, well, this I'm done with her. This was actually the opposite of the scene of Christopher Daniels. Yeah, it's like, like I was everything so going, sucked. Well, <laughs> I, I've heard of Yuka Sakazaki and Nyla Rose. Never had heard of that Riho, and she ends up coming up with the victory. Yep. Uh-oh, this dude's like, like all over his bitch. For sure. <laughs> and he even kind of looks like him. Oh. oh, Pat Caputo's refereeing again. <laughs> <laughs> so the Detroit, next one was probably one of the reference. best matches of the night. Uh, yeah, it's it, the one that we already talked about. It's also the last one I watched, unfortunately. But yeah, but MJF comes walking out and he does the Rick Rude cut my music, and then he tells the crowd some fucking truth. Some painful truth about virgin stinky video game kids. It was awesome. And their moms. I recommend everyone. You know what? That promo might open the show. No, it can't. I already have the best opener ever. Fuck. We might have him take us out this week. It was that good. I was like, fuck yeah. MJF is going to be taking us out. At least the one about the moms. Maybe he'll take us out or lead us in. We'll see. No, he's <laughs> not leading us in for sure. Oh, okay. Look, I got that covered already. Shut up. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, it's this little white girl kicking. Oh, no, I kicked the dick. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. It, it was MJF versus Jungle Boy versus Jimmy Hammock versus Hangman <laughs> Page. Jim- did you say Jimmy I Hammock? love MJ I, I may have, I don't know. <laughs> I love MJF and Jungle Boy's a badass and is a lot of fun to watch wrestle, and that's the end of my notes because we had to do our show. So I didn't watch all of the like quote unquote main matches at all, which I'm going to after we're done doing this. Yeah, because I know Moxley fought uh now I'm closing my notes. 
Yeah, Moxley All fought right. somebody, and Cody fought that Allen dude. So the next match was good segue by Cheese. Right. As Cody usual, the master. And Darby Allen. It basically seemed like Cody dominated this, and you were just seeing <clears throat> how much punishment this Darby Allen could. Oh, dude, I seen a gif, and I was like, how much. It, you were seeing how much he could fucking damage he could inflict on himself with that. Oh, dude. The, the free fall to the corner of the apron. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, Cody was up like fucking super fast, like planked. Yeah, he just trust fall or just yeah, trust trust fall off fall. the top rope <laughs> of the apron. Like, oh well, don't trust Cody. Oh shit, he's got power bomb his bitch on him. Do it. So yeah. nice. <laughs> Darby Allen seems to kick out of everything, Ooh, okay. even on crossroads, and ends up making the time limit draw because they have those in AEW. I'm fine with it. And the crowd wants five more minutes. Oh, you slapped the hell out of her. Sorry. And, <laughs> and that's when, when the negative ten came out. It's okay, cheese man. It was the highlight of the show <laughs> so far. 10. <laughs> so negative ten comes out and blasts Cody in the the head, and everything seems like normal. And then all of a sudden, you, you notice like an old movie <laughs> or something that there's a big blood spot behind <laughs> Cody's head. Fuck. <laughs> One yeah. of these wrestlers is not like the other one. <laughs> Everyone's been pretty good so far, and then White Girl comes in and fucks up the whole damn thing. <laughs> it's almost like a dance competition. Man, Just don't I do swear it. we've seen this match. Probably. Yeah, dude, it's a vacation it's possible, episode. <laughs> Terrific. All right. Terrific. But that was extremely gross. Like, just seeing that flap of the back of Cody's head just... Uh, yep, I'll be seeing that soon enough. held on, like the back of his head like he was fucking John Kennedy or something. Yeah, he had to get staples But it shit. was gimmicked. <laughs> yep. 12 staples or something like that? Yeah. Uh, but MJF uh, was out there like super fast to help Cody. So, some people on Twitter noticed a thing... Oh. I haven't watched the match, but I'm going to say what Twitter people were saying. And I actually did watch like a clip of the video that was on Twitter as evidence. But that was a blade job, probably. He didn't actually get split open, because that's not anywhere near where the chair hit him. It was on the opposite side of his head. And no one really noticed, but everyone's like, nah, that wasn't the chair that actually did that. And if you watch, I think you'll agree. It was just supposed just... to look like that, and I think it's supposed to spark a blood feud is all. Uh, can't believe that he went that oh. deep and that there was that big of a chunk of... I can't wait to see it now. That sounds fun. The back of his head. I just watched... Like, it was seriously... If he didn't have staples, I don't think it was any fucking blade. Yeah, you don't, you don't get staples over a blade job. Right. But, I mean, like, that's literally not where the chair hit him. I mean, it's yeah. hard to argue after you watch the video. You could probably get on Twitter now and quickly locate what I'm talking about because it was a thing. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. About. 
And I'm not professing one way or the other because I only watched a clip and I haven't seen the whole show yet. Yeah, I don't care enough to go look it up, to be honest with you. That's fair. <laughs> I, I just mean he might not have got as hurt bad as everyone seems to think he was, you know what I mean? It was like a... Oh, my he, God. That dude just got well, fucked up. Yeah, if it was a, a blade or that dude is whether huge. it was the chair, that was not supposed to go that deep. Probably not. Mm. Kabbalah monster just fucked his shit up. <laughs> Kabbalah but, monster. <laughs> match of course was extremely good being that it was the Lucha Brothers against uh, Young Bucks with Kenny Omega and uh, Laredo Kid who I Laredo Kid everybody was raving about him oh yeah Yeah, I forgot everyone loves Laredo Kid apparently after last night I'll have to check him out too (laughs) <laughs> the not so young bucks. <laughs> oh, leave the kids alone. They're trying to do something here. Oh, Caputo almost got kicked in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, she got kicked in the face. Kick my bitch up. Kick my <laughs> bitch up. Wow. 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 Okay, I'll stop. Famous, sir. In this match, it looked like. Sorry. The Lucha Bros were getting the better of the Bucks, and at the end, Kenny Omega was the one that really seemed to shine and take over the match and actually win it for him. Gotta watch it, gotta watch it. Yeah. Is that over? Yeah. Kabbalah Monster got pinned. <clears throat> oh, really? Yeah, Pat Caputo was like, one, okay, two, okay, Okay. three, okay. (laughs) Here's your winners, okay. If I didn't... If I didn't cut you down one, two, three, be like cutting your nose off to spite your face. Okay. 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 (laughs) Fucking Pat I hate him. I've hated him for 20 years. Nobody listens to us as anybody I do what we're talking about. Fuck... There was one day, the most glorious day of my life. These people kept (laughs) calling in over and over again and saying all kinds of shit about him, and then he would hang up and like the next guy, and it'd be another guy. And he's like, you fucking suck. I'm I'm sorry about that, you guys. A couple people had a little too much to drink, and then he would answer the next one. Hey, you're a fat retard. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on today with the people. It was fucking great, dude. Clearly, some people had coordinated. Everyone grab your cell phone, and we'll all call at the same time. It was fucking hilarious, dude. They were lighting them up. He eventually had to go to commercial, like, probably because he didn't have any delay time left or something. <laughs> he ran a dump time. I'm serious. It was fucking... And I was like, I'm so glad that I got to witness this. I was just in my car driving pizzas, and I think, I- I'm going to go the long way back till this is done. Because <laughs> they were just beating him up. It was great. It was like eight calls in a row. Yeah, I remember you telling me about oh, that. Oh, God. It was heavenly. Hilarious. It was fucking heavenly, dude. Like, thank you. <laughs> I've wanted to say all them things for a long time now. It's a fat retard. <laughs> I'm not saying the insults were the greatest ones, but just to call them and call them names is funny to me. I'm sorry. Oh, shit. It's, uh... Oh, fuck. What do we call him? Iggy Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. 
With his David Lee Roth handkerchief. Mm-hmm. And his, David Lee Roth pants. And his Iggy Pop sunken face. <laughs> Sean Genetti. That one too. <laughs> and I'm Mance Warner, other than I gotta change my name to something else now, because another guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of like Road Dog. I'm Man's Dog. Man's Dog. <laughs> road Man's. Road, road Warner. <laughs> <laughs> the Road Warner. That's it. Okay. <laughs> you win this round, my friend. That is the Road Warner. The fuck is wrong with his bicep? And it Dude, looks like Juan Yeah, he was in an accident and had a little chunk of that <laughs> cut off. <laughs> oh, shit. You're supposed to stand the other way and use your good arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least his other arm looks complete. <laughs> I guess the uh, girls from Britain, judging by the teeth. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Luke. We love you, baby. We love you, Luke Birch and Lucy. We love you both. He <laughs> said, "Oh." <laughs> Yep. Wow, we have Luke Birch calling in, actually. He has a response for Cheese Man, apparently. <laughs> Hello. I bet that, that the one all the way on the left was American because he was so fat. <laughs> TCP out. <laughs> oh, shit, we've lost Luke. Look at that, he's gone now. Damn, he mic dropped me. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I gotta give him credit. I mean, he had a good point there. <laughs> True. That was very true. Yep. True. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Ralphie's established in 1991. Food and fun. It's a new, new game on the WWE Network. True or false with true <laughs> McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him a show, and he has to answer true or false. Welcome to Too Good to Be True with Drew. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, let's just get this over with. Uh, Moxley defeated Joey Janela in the non sanctioned match. (laughs) Which just means, like, what a hardcore match, right? Yeah. There's no rules, no rest. That's my big problem with it. Like,. I didn't notice anything that was any different than a regular hardcore match. They they brought out thumbtacks. Oh they boy. had a table. And everything, and that was about the... Did they have kendo sticks? Probably. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't be surprised. I cannot confirm I or deny that. Yes, exactly. I I already don't remember. Okay. Well, Well, I'm still going to watch it. Were Joey Janela jumping off of a super high ladder onto a table? I think I've seen the gif of that, yeah. And then the other was Moxley dumping Janela into the tags of bunch of different times <laughs> a bunch of different times this one time somehow he ended up with taxes in his mouth 
and somebody made a gif of Moxley spitting out tacks out of his mouth. Yikes. Awesome. Well, so, so the tags were the star of... Yeah, I hope he likes his new job. His new job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. But Kenny Omega ends up having his revenge because of when they're pulling Moxley out and are taking him to the back. He's just about all the way up the ramp in... Kenny basically does what Moxley did to him in that double or nothing. Oh, okay. Well, that he old motherfucker. <laughs> Just kidding, I know. He owed him. He owed him. Son of a bitch. That motherfucker had it coming. He's like, I didn't forget. It was just last pay-per-view. All right, well, that was a spectacular PBW watch-along where we discussed very little of that wrestling at all. But, all right, now it's just Norman. It's a clip terrific. show. Terrific. Terrific. Terrific, Terry. Terry. <laughs> it's terrific. I'm joined by terrific Terry Turtle. Terrific Turtle. Lee Turtle Club. <laughs> turtle, turtle. <laughs> it's funny you got the volume turned off so you can't hear anything I imagine Norm's just naming off like his grocery list <laughs> <laughs> or like what he's ordering from the Taco Bell menu like jalapeno poppers <laughs> I, I want that burrito supreme with no lettuce boneless wings and no tomato okay ye <laughs> alright you do Taco Bell I'll do the grocery list <laughs> a rat of lard. Give me a chalupa supreme with no radgers and extra grease. If I buy Crisco and powdered sugar, I can make giant Oreos, right? <laughs> I need fistfuls of, of hot sauce to help with the diarrhea. Is this, <laughs> is this your largest case of Hershey's syrup? <laughs> All right, I can close oh. that shit. <laughs> yep, one more thing down. That was the watch song. Okay, so MLW started with uh, MJF coming out <clears throat> and taking a seat down at the announce desk and grabbing a headset and not too long after Teddy Hart comes out so MJF jumps up grabs uh, Cornette and is like using a uh, human shield and Cornette's like yelling at him like, don't put me in the middle of this and Bucky's screaming to him to get out he's like get out of there Jim he's like I'm tired up sorry he's like all fucking wrapped up in the cords like I don't think he was supposed to be there but he couldn't get out because the shit was caught up on him <laughs> but he finally got out, and then, uh, as soon as he was out of the way and clear, fucking Dick Holiday come out and got Teddy from the beehive like he's prone to do. <laughs> yep. That's his name forever. Thank you, Jim. Yep. Dick. <laughs> but, uh, 
Yeah, they beat the well, hell out of Teddy. Yeah. So that was supposed to be the opening match was Teddy versus Dick Holiday, but it didn't happen because they beat the hell out of Teddy and took off. I remember With that, the yeah. belt. Yeah. The belt. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, his belt. I'll take this thing. Really you. made the whole beginning of that show, like, really weird because of they didn't know what to do next. <laughs> Um. Uh, hey, is there anybody in the back we can go to? Uh, do I leave it in or do I take it out? Do I leave it in or do I take <laughs> yeah. it out? What do I do with it? What do I do? What do I do? Um, we have a next match coming up. <laughs> was yeah? See, I can't remember what the fr- was that one. Loki had a match. Or, there was like a couple of like super fucking fast matches. Right. I know one was low key against somebody, and it was literally like the bell rang. He came with like a forearm or something, and the ref called for the end of the called for the bell, and that was the end right, of the match. Right. Right. It was a knockout or something. <clears throat> mm-hmm. They say definitely leave it in. Victim and both leave it in. Never take it out. Apparently. Fair enough. <laughs> To be fair. Yeah. Stick then, it um, in and break it off. The other match was that fucking dude that comes out to the damn Eminem beat. Dude. And the yes. prison suit. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. I heard multiple trademarked songs, but yes. instrumental <laughs> versions. Yeah. Two fucking Dre beats and then a Ted Nugent. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? The fucking Ted Nugent one was funny because it was rolling for like ever, like almost. Yeah. It's like a ten minute song, and almost the whole damn song rolled. Right. It's like, okay. They were it's just killing each other. Not a New Jack like, match. What are we doing here? Right. <laughs> what? What was it? Yeah, I don't. The uh, fucking dude that came out to the Eminem song won pretty damn quick, and then it went on to the main event, which was. <clears throat> Filthy Tom and the um, Von Erics. Von Erics. I almost remember the guy's name. All I know is that he's 19 years old. He's acting like a hood kid or whatever, but I can't remember his name now. Uh, okay, I'm I'm a little behind you guys. I'm back now. Sorry. All right. Uh, so I mean, the main event was it was a t- three on three tournament tag match. So it was yes. fucking chaos. Yes. Yes, it was. Which is and how it should be for a tornado mm-hmm. Yeah, they weren't bad. You can tell they're like classically trained how they do, just like how they act in the ring. Yeah, like old I mean, school. Yeah, the one though, he seems to have a little more of the uh, current fucking move set though. Like the one I can't remember which one's which, but the one that doesn't wear the shoes, he definitely seems the one that's barefoot. He seems to be much more of the old school move set. The other one, he's got a few uh, moves that are more of the uh, I don't know, po- current popular set. Yeah. yeah, the bigger of the two brothers, I think, is more of the old school, and then yeah, he's just the hoss. The hoss, <laughs> yep. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I liked the whole attitude. Everything was like crazy and out of hand, and the ending was nuts, and the bell ringing the whole time, and the announcers yelling and shit. I love that kind of stuff. <laughs> Until I think it was Simon Guys or something. Someone finally walked over and laid that fucking the tiny bell guy. Fuck out. It was <laughs> yeah. uh, no, who was it? Or well, no, no, it was. Uh, was it Fatu? No, it's the the the, the guy whose name's like 
Ariel or something, some fucking weird name. Yeah, I can't remember it either. Oh, the guy that's not Fatu or right. Gosh. <laughs> or the God, other guy, yeah. yeah, him. Oh, speaking of the gosh, did, did you mean? hear yeah. the beginning of the match? Like he was, he dropped like three f bombs. Yes. <laughs> Telling, getting into it with some dude in the fucking crowd. This shit was hilarious. I can't remember that guy's name. I like him though, cause he's a bruiser. <laughs> he's rough. Uh, credit to whoever the timekeeper was. I forget his name, but he made that look pretty good. <laughs> he sold it well. He did a good job. He really did. It looked pretty legit. You know, like he got elbowed in the face and got knocked the fuck out. It looked pretty legit. He just like laid out flat over two chairs and didn't move. Like nicely done, my friend. Same with the uh, security guy that initially was supposedly like knocked out, and then they came back and he hopped up and started holding him back again. <laughs> like, when they tried to help him out the first time, he was selling it pretty well. Like he legit got knocked the fuck out. Love it. Yeah, the whole thing was all hell broke loose. Yeah, it's not like I have notes I can read about what happened because it'd be like twenty-four pages long. It was just like chaos, and it was like old-school wrestling. Yeah, it was like it was fucking all bets were off. Like everybody, everybody got laid out. Refs got put through tables. <laughs> Motherfuckers were holding broken pieces of table like shivs and shit. <laughs> That's true. I remember now. Like I'll stab you with this if Man, I have to. Right, bitch, I, I will shank you was, with a broken piece of table. I think that was Gotch. <laughs> yeah. Who just walked around like a, I'm a stake me a vampire or something? I don't know what he was right. thinking, but I don't think you can use that very safely in a wrestling match, buddy. <laughs> oh <No>, shit! <laughs> like, what are you gonna do with that? This is a, still kind of a TV show. Don't forget. Yeah, this isn't unsanctioned. <laughs> <laughs> unsanctioned. Gosh, just losing his shit. It's. Uh, pretty I mean I'm happy f that he's worked out a way to kind of stay relevant you know what I mean yeah good for him yeah um Lawler and fucking Von Eriks picked up the win before all hell really broke loose right so there was a winner <laughs> winner winner Ch chicken dinner it kind of came out of nowhere like in the middle of the chaos and then the chaos continued right it was I want to say it was like a roll-up after a mover. <clears throat> one of them was looking at one guy, and another guy crept up on him and rolled up or something. But then, like, all the crazy no, shit it was just like kept a, going. No, I want to say it was like a, uh, an actual move, like a splash or something. Maybe. I, or yeah, I'm I wish pretty I sure it was fuck. the Von Erics <laughs> that got the... Yeah. It was one of the Von Erics that picked oh, up the Oh, their band. big yeah. crazy double move. That's right. What, uh, Whatever they called it. Yeah, that. It has a name, I just don't remember, because I didn't take notes. But Neither did I. I did so. enjoy the episode. I was like, all right, well, that was awesome. Yeah. Especially because, like, Mojo was tripping about it, and Papa Dave was tripping about it, and Twitter was tripping about it. So I was like, all right, I got to see this shit. Yep, I just watched it today, finally. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Just in time for and taking. And I was just trying to remember from. I love you. Still like, barely remember. Last it. Saturday. I'm not talking <laughs> about yesterday. Ah, <laughs> oh, good times. But yeah, man, MOW. Uh, you yeah. know, the, 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 they're out there doing it, and they got some talent too. 
Indeed. It's cool, man. There's some good wrestling going around right now. Yeah, I so enjoyed MLW. I enjoyed NXT. I didn't watch anything else. <laughs> yeah, I watched that um, ROH pay-per-view and didn't think it was that bad. But Wiz <laughs> said something that was really true, but it was really sad because of they were the company that got hit hardest when AEW. Oh, yeah. Because of, like, Dude. it was like 40% of their top stars and dude that was an empty building there was literally like a few hundred people in this arena man i seen some crazy pictures and it was at like the main event at the highlight of the show right after the guy wins or whatever and there's like a hundred people like man aew fuck them guys up man yeah especially because if i thought it was a decent show right it's just nobody cares. All all their all their stars have went to AEW. It's crazy, man. They were like villain enterprises already had their match. We're out. Right. <laughs> Marty Squirrel already wrestled. It's like maybe we can beat the traffic, but like everyone's leaving at the same time. <laughs> all here. Yeah, not being like negative or making fun of them. There was just nobody there. If you look at the pictures, you can't argue it. You can't. Negative Yeah, it was, had nothing to do with how good the pay-per-view was. Right, that's not what but I'm saying. But it was just... I didn't even watch it. I just seen pictures and was like, oh, my God. Like, they couldn't even do the thing that... Oh, my God. Seriously, it's WWE stunning. WWE was doing with stomping ground and put everybody... Forward, there was still empty spots down at the TV in, level. In camera front, there were empty seats. In camera front, man, think about that. There right. were empty seats. All the people there couldn't fill camera front. Anyway, it's just crazy. Speaking of poor attendance, how about Stomping Grounds? Raw and SmackDown combined was like 10,000 people or something? And Stomping Grounds was held in a 23,000-seat arena. So if you wonder why it looked all, like, strangely, like there's a whole lot of darkness in this building, it's because they were hiding 10 or 12 or 15,000 empty seats or something like that. So Yeah, I had seen pictures of, like, empty balcony. The whole thing. Like, there's no humans up there. The lights are off. Yeah. Empty, empty. And that the back, like, three or four rows at the bottom level were pretty empty. Yeah. At a pay-per-view. Anyway. Yep, all that happened this week in wrestling. And we actually liked that pay-per-view, too. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. Man. Yeah, it really was oh, it, it had like 6,000 people or something, or 5,000 or something ridiculous It didn't like happen that. on Raw, but they announced it on Raw that Burbs was right. They're going to have that mixed tag team match. <laughs> of course he was right, because of course they are. But well, we knew still that was going to happen Burbs, on Raw. But... I didn't really know it was going to happen on the fucking pay-per-view. And it was going to be for titles. Right. Could you imagine if they fucking take it off? Becky and Seth that night and put it on Lacey and Baron in the oh, same fucking night. The heat. On the same It match. would be unbearable. <laughs> Twitter would explode. 
Oh, the fans will be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> this is such good shit. <laughs> yeah, Vic, we, we kind of keep forgetting that this is about wrestling, too. That's why we're doing this extra segment, because uh, we have to get some wrestling talk in the wrestling show. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling talk, hi, this is G Wiz Willoughby again. Uh, this is a little bonus segment. Uh, Mojo and I recorded this uh, Monday afternoon, like right before I started editing the show, because we wanted to wrap up our discussion of AEW... Uh, Whatever the show was called, I forget. Okay, here we go. Hey! Hello, and how are you doing? <coughs> yeah, dude, I'm pretty sure he didn't get split open by that chair, but I'm not. I, you know, I wouldn't, like, argue with people about it or nothing, but I mean, <coughs> come on, dude, it's a dusty classic. I just didn't realize it at the time, but I had that pointed out to me, and I'm like, oh, okay, yep. See, it all makes sense now. Yeah, that and he bends his head over, like, so his left gets hit. Right. And then and he's, like, so split he's open down on the, on the right ground. fucking back of his head. There was nowhere near where the chair hit. And it's on the opposite side of his head where that chunk... Yep. Flapped open. And, I mean, if you remember, like, one month ago, there was a lot of blood in his last match, and he was just keeping it going. Dude, they're going old school with it is all it is, and, like, these new school kids ain't used to seeing shit like that. <laughs> well, I'm not used to seeing somebody's back of their head he, flip open. He was like fucking a- busted open, or, well, cut open pretty good. He went a little deep with it, man, for sure. But, uh, holy poop! That, ladies and gentlemen, is what you you call a blood feud. Cut that deep. (laughs) Yeah, dude, after I had a chance to actually watch it, I was like, oh, dude, uh, Twitter's exactly right. He didn't get hit nowhere near where that cut was. (laughs) But it's good, though. It's an angle, it's a work, it's a fucking blood feud. It's like old school, baby. Here's what also goes with that is the fact that he didn't go to the hospital after that. Right. He actually was back in the back and watched from the gorilla position that last match. Mm -hmm. Because there's a picture of him from the back watching that match on a screen. And, of course, afterwards, uh, all you hear about is how Spears is a despicable person and that was Cody's best personal friend and all this other crap. You know what I'm saying? It's a setup. I get it. I love it, actually. I think it's great, but man. <laughs> I, I love M- like MJF, how he's the biggest bad guy. He's great, like dude. Being the, but when it comes to Cody, right? he's like the stand-up guy. And yeah, exactly. I love it. I love everything that guy does. He's great at this, man. Well, fuck, we're talking about it. Let's get into it. Cody versus Darby Allen. Who I didn't know much about. They go uh, 20 minutes Broadway, baby, and they do it like the best Broadway I've ever seen. Well, was that not a perfect ending by everyone, including the ref, or what, dude? I swear to God, that reminded me so much of the old WCW matches where 
you'd have these knockdown fights. Like, I remember a lot with Arn Anderson being the TV champion and holding on to his belt just by staying the time limit. Hey, man, I got a question for you. Who do you figure booked those matches back in the day? Man. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Go figure. Like I said, they're going old school with it, dude. They're going old school with it. I get it. I see where they're going. I wish the whole promotion was like that, though, because as a whole, I can't say I love the show, but I did really like a few matches for sure, man. I didn't give it a 9 or a 10. I never heard of Darby sure. Allen. I, I went to like a 7.5 or an 8. I never heard of Darby Allen, but I'm going to go Stewie Griffin, and I'm going to give him a compliment sandwich. <laughs> Ready? That guy can take a beating. <laughs> that guy takes amazing bumps. He's a stuntman, basically. He could be a stuntman. He's that good. He makes shit look fucking like, amazing. The, there's the compliment number one. How, how he totally missed that, but... That was a perfect miss. He couldn't have landed on his back on the apron. Yeah, I mean, it, it, better. it was on purpose. It just looked like it hurt like a son of a bitch, but it was on purpose. It, it's what he does. I I get it already. If you watch that match, you understand. He's he, he's a bump guy. So, there's his compliment. Now, uh, I would argue that one or two bumps like that should generally end a match, and it makes it look like he's invincible and he's not going to have a long career. He should take one or two, maybe three of those, and be done, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It makes the matches look too unreal. Now, compliment number two to complete the sandwich. That guy can wrestle, as he clearly showed at the beginning of the match. He was doing like skilled mat wrestling shit with Cody. By the way, Cody's work... Here and at the last fucking shit. He's a good wrestler, dude. I don't care what anybody says. I dig the fuck out of Cody, man. He knows what he's doing. But this Allen guy could probably be pretty awesome if he calmed it down a little bit on the crazy bumps all the time and, like, wrestled more. Honestly. Because he looked real good at the beginning, and then it just became like a horror film, kind of. A very one-sided horror film where Cody just kicked this guy's ass, but he just wouldn't die. And Exactly. Like, they stress that point. And, and it was cool, but I would have liked it more if it was a little more evenly matched and they did more actual wrestling, because it was looking awesome at the beginning, man. Those guys were looking slick. And then it kind of devolved into, like, just a stomping, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, but, it uh, went to being a little bit competitive in the beginning to a outright squash. Just <laughs> a beating, yes, exactly. But, again, the way they ended the match with only... 10 seconds left, and he hits him one more time with a fucking crossroads from hell. He took a, an amazing bump on the crossroads. Of course he did, because he's a fucking stuntman, like I said. And just as the time limit expired, the the referee's hand is on the way down for the three count. And, it, it, dude, it, they could not have executed it any better. I loved it. I would give that match an A. Because it was just awesome. I would have liked it if it was more competitive, like I said. But for what it was, they did it great. Yeah, I think that they were really going for it for that. That yeah, the Starby Allen guy doesn't have the skills that Cody has, and and Cody should be able to beat beat this guy. 
but he, he like the old Matt Hardy gimmick just won't die. <laughs> and also his character, you can clearly see he's going for like a Raven thing. Where is it? His whole life has been pain, and he only knows pain and all this other shit. I'm like, okay. Whoa. What about Darby? Well, what at, about at least Darby? it's not, not somebody coming out going, Cody, it should have been me. It should have been me, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. All right. The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus Lucha Bros and Laredo Kid. Oh, my God. This is another one where it was like, private party that Laredo kid just he stole the show like, I I didn't really know or see many of your matches before this but you can go you deserve to be in that match with those guys absolutely I feel like we have seen him like in maybe MLW or something but only for a couple matches or something like that I remember the name yeah but I don't I, remember him jumping off the screen like he did during this match it wasn't a bad match it was just dude I was super pissed about the video game thing the fucking Hadouken thing I'm like no I didn't like it at all because it's Lucha Bros and come on you guys but okay other than well, that, you gotta just remember that it was a video game were, festival and shit. I yeah. know, but still, I was let down. But only that though, because a lot of crazy spots happened, and even the spot the, the, that they screwed up, they somehow managed to still kind of make it happen enough to where it looked awesome anyway. So yeah, I, mean, I fucking credit where credits like due with the athleticism. The time, when, I, when I watched that the first time, I was going. Holy shit, they're going to be talking all about Nick Jackson the one time <laughs> after six-something years of almost being flawless. He, he stumbles going up onto the top row. His foot slipped. It happens. Big deal. But he saved the shit out of it. And, dude... The other team helped him quite a bit, too. Ray Phoenix like, had his back like a motherfucker, man. <laughs> Phoenix fucking saved the day. And then that day. was pretty cool, like that... Who was it? What was it? Laredo kid that just all of a sudden started tight walking against the top of the rope to get over to Nick and do the back. I thought that was Ray, but I m might be wrong because I didn't actually take notes. But I can. Well, it was either Ray who was holding his hand up onto the ropes, and Laredo who walked across and then flipped him over. Or the opposite way. Like, Laredo was holding them. And well, it still ended up actually looking pretty good. So I was like, okay, good job, guys. That was pretty awesome. Um, it depends on what you like, I guess, if you like this match or not. Because I do think there was like way too many finishers. And like way too many spots and shit. But that's what these guys do, and you have to kind of accept that. But I really didn't like the video game thing. But as far as athletes go... You ain't gonna get much better than this match. I was saying that is mainly an AEW thing, but it seems like it's been going on in WWE as well. Like it's something that New Japan had did. AEW does with the constant. Oh damn, that should be it. Right. Oh damn, that should be it. It's really bad. And uh, NXT man, they're fucking bunch of god 
damn super soldiers in NXT. Like, yeah. I can think of one right away, and that was that Johnny Gargano, Adam Cole. I know, right? It's like... It's like, holy Putin. Yeah, exactly. All right, uh, John Moxley, Joey Janela, you can't even really call it a wrestling match. It was a hardcore match. Uh, it was like a hardcore match by the book. Yes, that's the only thing. Like, I if I was like going to book it. one I, and I was like, okay, how do you do this? I would do all the things that they did pretty much in the order they did it in even. It's almost like they like had a script. Here's how a hardcore match goes, and they did exactly that. Yeah, but I was going, okay, you made it so that it was considered an unsanctioned match that this was going to be so crazy that that AEW didn't want to be liable for what happened. Yeah, and then it wasn't. It was, I mean, it was, it was crazy. A really good. But it was as crazy match. as any other hardcore match. It was a hardcore match. It was like a, it was stereotypical, I think is the word I'm going to use. There you go. It was a stereotypical hardcore match. But they did it good, and it hurt, obviously, and the fucking thumbtacks is always a thing that'll always. And you could see the look on both of their faces at the end of the match that they were fucking dying. So, I mean, oh, they went out there and they did what they could. The moment, that moment with Moxley all of a sudden spitting tacks out of his mouth? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was only one, but even then, how'd you get a tack in your mouth, motherfucker? Goddamn. <laughs> the poo. I was like, oh my god, that was a tack. Yeah, I seen <laughs> it. I seen it. All right, and one little piece of news. Uh, Paul Heyman, Eric Bischoff are now the executive directors of television shows that are called Raw and SmackDown. That's right, executive directors of the television shows. Not, not general managers, not commissioners. That's right, not the ceo or anything no on-screen anything they have actual jobs at a corporation that makes television shows and they have contracts that state as such and their job is to do television show related stuff so this might be a little better than i originally thought it was going to be because when i heard they had the jobs i figured it was a gimmick and it's still going to be Vince pulling the strings, and it don't really matter. But this really way more indicates that they have actual jobs that mean something. And they have responsibilities and such. So that's going to be fucking awesome. To the point where, guess what, folks? Especially if they have... G-Wiz is watching Raw and SmackDown tonight. Or, I mean, this week. I'm watching them. So. So was it an immediate type thing that... As far as I know, well, like, I hope so, because I'll be tuning in. And they're starting next Raw and SmackDown. Okay, well, I don't know that for sure, but I'm tuning in just in case. Because you, you, know, you know it's going to open with Heyman, and he's going to have some shit to say. I hope they do a draft again or something like that. Wouldn't that be sweet? Anyway. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Now, Eric Bischoff, I hear he's looking to... Bring back the teams and the factions and shit and the stables, and I'm all for that, too. Because mm -hmm. that's what made the Attitude Era happen. That was also, like, one of the coolest moments I can remember from TNA and stuff is when they 
did their own little gang faction that was called Aces and Eights and everything. And it was like one of the hottest moments that Impact was doing like some of their best ratings. Well, he has a way he likes to do things and I, you know, okay. He's not in charge of the money and the business and everything, so he could just worry about the on-screen shit. That's awesome, I think, you know. Let's have some factions. Let's have some stables. Fuck it. I'm all for it. And that made me get really excited when they mentioned the factions because of that means there's a better chance of the Undisputed coming Staying up together as a unit, yeah. Alright, I'll start us off this week with our Facebook shoutouts. Uh, I actually have one. No, seriously. We have one. Oh, shit. Shout out to Scott Greer from It's Pathetic with Scott and Radbred. Okay, hey Mojo, did we get any shoutouts on Instagram this week? We didn't get any new follows, but we did get a actual comment for the um, Roman Reigns Undertaker love from our good pal Stefan Million. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. and what did he have to say about my work here? He he just left two cracking up faces. I got two emojis out of Stephen Miller. All right. How do we do on Twitter this week, cheese man? Well, this week I actually pinned the episode so I can look back and see. We got eight shoutouts. Oh my god! Oh, we got eight retweets this week. Damn. That's amazing. Yep. Uh oh, take a shot. So, first, our, uh, a new one for us was TV and Film Throwbacks with D. <laughs> That's at Hanging with the D. Awesome. <laughs> love it. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Well played, sir. Well played. Suplex City. Limits. Oh, yeah. Those motherfuckers. Suplex City Limits, of course. They gave us another retweet. Them fucking dudes. Mr. Yuck Nasty. You <laughs> disgusting. Birds, of course. Birds! So, yeah, this was for episode 63, so, you know, we had Birds on the show. Of course he's going to retweet it. Hell yeah. <laughs> but still, it was awesome of him to do that. Yeah, thank you, Birds. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. It was yeah, awesome. Yay. Epic. THT Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Name change. Papa Dave Sincere. Hey, Papa. Vicbot. Oh, and that fucking douche casting cashing over Frankenstein. What the fuck? He's allowed to share our shit? I no, thought I blocked him. I need to block his ass. Exactly. Piece of shit. Shouldn't he be allowed guy. to share the shit? Hate him. I'm gonna kill him. I literally want to kill him. Motherfucker. I'm gonna kill him dead one day. That piece of shit. <laughs> Definitely a garbage. Oh, one of those death match guys. <clears throat> <laughs> no, I mean like 
suicide. Oh, and that is it for the Twitter shoutouts this week. All right. Regulators! Mount something. something. Mount it. <laughs> Hold on. All right, let's well, start off as we do every week with Stephen Miller. That was a death metal version. Stephen Miller. And as usual, Mojo goes all Francais on that ass. All Francais. I'm going to go all Welsh on that ass because it's your boy, Babs. You know, the guy that was on the show, that he came on the show. Not came on it. No, he came on the show. I came on myself. It was <laughs> fucking excellent. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's when it became fucking embarrassing. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I came on myself, and it was embarrassing before when I was talking to Vic as yeah. Psycho Psychic. Been there. It happens when you talk to her. Psycho, Psycho, Psycho Psychic. Love some Vic. That was the JDY reference. Everybody give it up to Vic. Or I mean for Vic. I'll no, to Vic. Vic. Okay, yeah. Just give it up to her. She's into this thing. <laughs> or I'll just watch She it. may prefer that, actually. No. Okay. Well, I don't know. That's her gimmick. Yeah, I, I think that's more it. what she wants. Just let her watch. Okay. Oh, okay. No Canadians. Ooh, I don't know <laughs> if you're allowed to say that. Have you watched the Waiting 2 movie? Okay, moving on. <laughs> okay. Next we got uh, THT Wrestling with Boxman and Shaheen. Hails you. Anyway, we mentioned Shaheen, so of course we gotta mention Nuclear Heat Graphics. <laughs> and then of course check out Hollywood Hangouts with Boxman and Anthony they just did uh, the great dog they did the uh, great white hype last night actually so see after Hollywood Hangouts as I mentioned earlier check out Wrestling Soup with Mish, Gian and Joey love those dudes and of course, check out the Don Tony Kevin Castle show. Can't go wrong there. And then... And in case you didn't hear it before our show came on, about a half hour before we came on, Bobby Anthem had episode two of his new show, and Search My Lost Soul. Check it out, or check out Get in the Corner. Yeah. With Jeff Nasty and Dog of Baby. Ding, ding, ding. They, actually, they were actually on the last week. If you listen long enough, you'll hear my stupid ads come on there. Oh, that's and right. I kind of forgot about I to say that. a couple things, and that's pretty much it. I just sat there and listened, because they everybody else kept talking. <laughs> like, yeah, I get something in here and there, but for the most part, I'm just going to hang out and listen and laugh. It was cool. I hung out with Yuck, Dogga, Bobby, and uh, this filthy Canadian. <laughs> <clears throat> Bobby! <laughs> Roberto. And then, don't forget to also check out the WNC Super Party. Super Party. 
Super. Check out Salamonster sounds off. Ow, 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 oh. ow, ow. We're chasing Solomon. I'll just go home. <laughs> Shit, I'm here already. Solid, solid industry monster. <laughs> Dude's awesome. Make sure you check him out. Much love to him. He knows nothing of our existence, but much love to Jason Solomon. Maybe he'll hear one of these one time and be like, oh, hey, look, they mentioned me, and then forget about it again. Yeah, more than likely, if anything, he'd be like, somehow he's got some kind of tie to Bobby, and Bobby'd be like, hey, these guys mention you. Because right? <laughs> Bobby's got our fucking back and loves us unconditionally for some reason. I mean, we love you too, Bobby. What did we do to deserve it? <laughs> right. Like, I'm kind of a piece of shit here, you know? <laughs> right. Finally, something right in my life in the form and of Bobby Anthem. Don't even be started on G's, man. So I'm like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm by far the worst person on this show. <laughs> <clears throat> and don't forget to check out the Transcontinental Project with Sensible Sam and Luke Birch. We fucking love I'm sorry, I was cursing at Dick. But yeah, watch that they show because it's awesome. And those two people they've, are awesome. Yeah, they've kind of become our immediate family along with Vic. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, if we ever got Cheese Man, Mojo, me, Vic, Luke, and Sam in a room together, I'm not sure <laughs> what would happen, but it would probably involve asking Luke to be Lucy for a while. <laughs> and then last but not least motherfucking spade um, uh, okay now I'm pretty sure I'm right this time I've seen at least one track off of his new album is available correct yes is the whole album out yet because I don't want to be wrong like the last eight times uh, I said it was I think it can't, it comes out July 1st, which is in an hour and a half. Yeah, so, yeah. that's literally when this releases. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. If you're listening, I'm pretty sure you can go and look up MF Spade, that's S-P-A-I-D, uh, Cotton Candy, correct? Yep. Cotton Candy is his new album. He's been working on it a while. He's put a lot of effort into it, so go and give the guy some love. He came on the show. He didn't have any music at the time or didn't want to give it to me, I guess, or whatever the case was, but th th that's because he was cooking shit up in the lab, and now it's available, so go check it out. Yes. Check it. Do that. MF Spade! No, you can find it all for sure right on his own webpage. That's right. I'm sure if you Google MF Spade and spell it the way I told you to and not like a shovel or a playing card, you're going to find him no problem. Yes, no shovels, no playing cards. Motherfuckers. Episode 64 of Wrestling's Hemorrhoids is just about cashed. I've been your host, Pasteurized Processed Cheese Man, joined along with Mojo, Finder Sorted Confections. And I am G Wiz Willoughby. Check us out on Facebook, that's Facebook.com slash The Highmarks. Or on Twitter, that's Twitter.com slash The Highmarks. Or you can get us on the gram, that is Instagram.com slash The Highmarks. 
You can also uh, check us out on Anchor to get the audio-only version. That's anchor.fm slash thehighmarks. And if you listen to us on Podcoin, you will get paid. You will make more to listen than we make to make the show. So, But will you get do it. MF paid? No. But you <laughs> might be able to locate him on a different streaming service. All right. Uh, if Oh, uh, we're going to have our guy, MJF, take us out this week. So if there is nothing else, gentlemen. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Take us out, Maxwell. How about I give you nerds something I know you're going to love? swallows so hate to break it to you hate to break it to you it is just gruesome Good lord i said here comes the band because i'm totally going anal it is just gruesome lord so who's jism it is just gruesome lord i wish i wasn't a virgin now a girl's coming over it is just gruesome, Lord. Masturbate. Yes. It is just gruesome, Lord. It's actually supposed to be jizz. It is just gruesome, Lord. Jism. That went over my head. It is just gruesome, Lord. Motherfuckers are sitting around here while they all want to work and they want a bitch to fucking do the work for them, clean our house. It's me. I'm motherfuckers. It is just gruesome, Lord. It is just gruesome, Lord. In reality, it wasn't even a black penis, it was just a radiator hose. I had to improvise. It is just gruesome, Lord. Lenny's in Michigan, too. It's like the most realistic chance of me getting some hoo hoo on here of anybody. It is just gruesome, Lord. It is just gruesome, Lord. All right, I'll uh, go ahead and kick things off with our multitude of Facebook shout-outs. Here we go. All right. Oh, bullshit. You missed one. We got a new like this week. A like? Yep. Really? Well, I mean, like, someone liked the fucking page. So, like, they're following us now. Oh, I usually just go for shares, and I didn't get any shares. Now I feel like an asshole. Okay, who is the new like? Scott. Scott Greer, not queer. Okay, I can just edit this. Okay, I'll kick things off with our Facebook shout-outs this week. I actually have one, apparently. Who the fuck knew? Uh, shout-out to Scott. Scott Greer from... Uh, right on. Scott and Rye Bread. Right. It's, it's pathetic. I almost said it's embarrassing. Pathetic. I was going to say it's ridiculous, so yeah, we all failed. Okay. I want to go embarrassing. Take three. Okay, <laughs> I'll start us off this week with our Facebook shout-outs. It's fucking embarrassing! It's fucking embarrassing! Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> That's not the name of their show. It's pathetic with Scott and Rybread. Here we go, round three. All right, I'll start us off this week with our Facebook shout-outs. Uh, I actually have one. No, seriously. We have one. No shit. For real? 
Shout out to Scott Greer from It's Pathetic with Scott and Rye Bread. <laughs> I feel like it's long overdue, but there. Uh, no, not him liking the page. I mean his mention. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I almost want to do it a fourth time because that sounded wrong. God damn it. You fucking perfectionist. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll be happy with that one. Okay. Damn it. All right. Uh, how about... Uh, how about... It? Right. Look, I can hear you laughing and it's throwing me off. All right. <laughs> I don't start laughing until I hear you laugh. I'm that cheese man with his fucking giggly ass. All right. (laughs) 